Welcome back to the SNF podcast, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed the last episode. You guys have been smashing them. I really do appreciate it. And I'm trying to get as many guests as I can, especially coming into the new year. I want to try and get two people on a week. It's going to be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. And today I have someone again who is a very good friend of mine. I've known him for a couple of years. We went to school together. He was younger than me, but he is going to do so well in the photography and videography business. I've actually hired him myself to help me with the videos and stuff uh, into the new year because I have a goal. I want to try and do three vlogs a week for the entire year and try and take up that challenge because I've done a lot of physical ones myself. And this guy, his expertise, his eye um, is just going to help me be able to do that and his talent for editing. So I'd like to introduce you to Tapua Muenye. Hi guys, how are you? My name's Taps and I feel very honoured to be on this first uh podcast it's my very first podcast I've yeah. ever been on and what's good mate is it's just a general conversation so if you mess up or whatever don't feel yeah, bad about it like I've done it plenty of times <laughs> I'm like I said to a guest like, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question right now and I've completely forgot what it what is say, yeah. so already people um <clears throat> your name mm-hmm. so where are you originally from Zimbabwe and were you born there originally or were you born in the UK I was born in Zimbabwe amazing what time what, how sorry what time how old were you when you came over to England uh, I was five years old, turning six. Amazing. So oh. Six is when I moved. And that was was that straight away to this area, St. Petersfield? Uh, it wasn't this area of Petersfield. It was near Waitrose. Like those oh, of course. So it was Petersfield though when you yeah, came in? Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And was that like mum and dad just obviously getting a job close around here? That yeah. Got... Uh, first thing, it was my mum who moved first and then followed by me and my sister and my dad who came after. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. And obviously I take it they're enjoying it. Yeah, they're loving well. it. You know, we're having a good time with everyone just getting by, doing their job sort good. of thing. So how, how old are you? Just for the people as well listening that they know. I've, just turned 19 uh, in November, so turning 20 next year, which is going to be crazy. crazy. So, Taps, if you're looking at school years, Taps was two years below me. But if you look at, uh, I'm probably like a year and a half, if not even that, maybe older than him. So there's not really much of a difference between us. And today I really want to get into, you know, the photography, the videography, talk about something a little bit different to most other guests. Because yes, this is, you know, the Scotland Will Get Fitness podcast, but it's not just about fitness. That's just my brand in general. And Tap has his hands in so many different pies uh, in so many different industries and we'll get into that um as the podcast goes on but how did you first get into cameras so um, where, did, where did it all stem from how old were you what was the first interaction with the camera that caught your eye <laughs> um the very first time i ever really got into working with cameras was when i i think it was after my first like instagram account that i made i started like to take lots of selfies and then i yeah. kind of got bored of that and how old was this i think i was like like eight or nine something like that yeah. and, and I was in Liverpool I was away on holiday in Liverpool and I got my first iPod as a present from my uncle did you oh, awesome. and then what happened this was, one that you could take pictures on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and an um, iPod touch I, think, I can't remember which one it was but it was just an iPod touch and whilst I was there I was taking a lot of photos of just things that were around here and there but at the same time photography or and like photography wasn't like my main thing because back then football was the only thing that I ever cared about yeah I remember yeah. I, I remember you playing football a lot because we yeah. both played for Petersfield I believe the local yeah, team yeah, yeah. Uh, football was where it all was for me and um, when I had my injury during year 10 so what's that like 15 14 15 years old roughly yeah um, what happened was I fractured my hip bone on, on my did right you? side. Did you? Damn, yeah. how did you do that? Uh, I was playing, if the funny thing is, it was just a little muckabout sort of session. It wasn't anything oh. serious. Um, I was running along on the pitch, 
two people came both uh, left and right of me. They both nudged me forward. I fell over like head first, and like my hip just kind of went. So it wasn't even like a serious competitive game. No, it, it was just, just mixing the, the park yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, just a little mix in the park. And the worst thing is, it was raining. The weather was terrible. Oh no! So recipe for disaster, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and like in that moment, I thought that was it because I mean I didn't understand how severe or how isn't like how severe it was or like if I could walk again because I couldn't really? move my legs. Did I you have to go to the hospital and stuff? Yeah, I had to wait. I think it was about half an hour for because the for the nearest ambulance to get here and then straight to QA hospital. And obviously when they showed me x-rays of what happened, you could see like part of my hip had just like been chipped out. No So way. it was like... So what did you fall on? Was it grass, concrete? Um, AstroTurf. Was it AstroTurf? Yeah. Oh, yeah, still impact on that. That could be yeah. quite... Yeah. And the, the weird thing is was like... They were saying that, oh, you might need an operation, but they're not sure. And I was very scared because I'd never been in an operation my entire life. Yeah, and they're like, not nice. Yeah. And in that whole time that I was at the hospital, I was just thinking so far into the future that thinking to myself, well, what am I going to do with myself? Like, now I can't walk. I can't do anything. Yeah. But they were like, no, no, no. You, you'll be able to walk and stuff, but it's just that you, you're going to find it very difficult to get back into sport. You won't be able to play the same as you did before because by the time you get back into sport, you'll have lost all the good things that you've had before that. And even when I started to get back into like walking around and stuff like that, I still had pain, and I tried to get back into. Pain. How long ago was this? Uh, this was in year ten. So do you still get pain now? Uh no. Th- so do you remember the first time we I tried to do do fitness with you? I spoke to you about yes. it. Yes. Yeah, ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time I ever felt any pain from that. Was it? Yeah. Since then. And you've not have you not really played start have you not tried to play football again really since? No, I stopped playing football. Uh, in the first year of college, I got into the first team for the Havana Southdowns um, College. Yeah. And during that summer period, I was with my GCSEs. I, I was failing them. I'll tell you this now. I never thought much of my GCSEs, but because I was just thinking to myself, oh, I'm going I'm to get into football again. I'm going to try and, you know, get into an academy and play again properly and seriously. Yeah. I just thought, okay, football's going to be the way for me forward. But I, that wasn't the case. I had to come up with a new plan, a new okay. strategy. And in that time, <clears throat> I thought to myself, you know what? One good thing that was good at was ICT. I was really good at this yeah, okay. whole computer sort of thing. So That's awesome. I think for me, with cameras, the first time that I kind of went down that route was when I did ICT. So oh, like, so that's when you first started coming yeah, across like them. technology. And again, this, be, this being year 10, year 11? Uh, no, this being into the first year of college. Like, oh, was it? Oh, first year of college yeah, now? Yeah, oh, okay. College, yeah. Okay. So that was like when, when I, like, it wasn't necessarily the camera thing, but it's nearer to the point of me getting yeah. involved with technology. So this is your third year at college now, isn't it? Yeah, this is my third year So did year you college. take the first year being like an IT course? IT course, That's yeah. what got you into cameras and then yeah. it led to, but you can obviously explain where yeah. it led you to. Um, so obviously me doing that ICT course, I had to quit football completely. I scrapped the whole idea. And you didn't, it w- what didn't interest you to maybe do like at the weekend or anything? Yeah, no, I just thought to myself, you know what, this is To be fair, it's the same as me. Yeah. Getting into what you're studying, it's just like, I just my enjoyment left yeah and it just and i mean even now a lot of people say oh like do you watch football and like i just don't i just don't have any interest for the sport anymore because yeah. i'm so enjoyed and loved it's the crazy game. how that changes like yeah i'm exactly the same like the only time i ever like i'm an arsenal fan mm. and the only time i ever really watch a game is like if i've if i've kind of got like the the time to yeah make sense yeah if you're, if you're home and you just yeah have it. and the only time i ever watch like i watch all the catch-ups but that's just from Luckily with YouTube and stuff, like mm. they have like the three minute highlights. Yeah. That's what I watch. Because Easily. like I don't have the time now of everything that I'm doing to sit down and watch ninety minutes worth of it. Yeah, it's a just game. not and like I, I don't get that same excitement seeing no. a football match. You like yeah. you sit there and you think to yourself like, 
what's the point in this? They're just yeah. running around the pitch. But obviously, I understand that football is a very, very big part. In my family, it is. Yeah. Like, in my family, football or sport in general is a very, very big part. But I think because of that injury, I fell out out of touch with sport. Mm. And I kind of wish that I didn't. I mean, with everything that I do now, I don't get enough sport in my life to yeah. stay physically... Like, I'm not saying that I'm not physically fit anymore, but I'm just saying that I don't get enough of that you, sport. You want something sport orientated that you could have as a, maybe like a hobby yeah as a hobby yeah I, I 100% on that level mm-hmm. too like there's been parts of me and I'm like oh I'd love to do maybe play in a football match again because yeah. I, I love that competitive side and like, always... being with like all the boys and like the team yeah. and stuff and I think that's another reason why I stopped because like I fell out with more, all my old friendship mm. group who oh, used to be yeah. in like my football teams and yeah. stuff and now I'm not having that I'm like uh, I don't really have the well I say when I say I have the time it's not a priority for me to go and play again and I think I just got bored of the football training too because mm. it wasn't anything that necessarily, like, I wanted to be, like, the trainer, not taking part. Not taking part, yeah. And, like, we mentioned, like, previously, with, like, the cameras before even on air. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you did your vlogs and you did stuff beforehand. Ooh, but, thing, yeah. but now you prefer being the person behind the camera, not mm-hmm. in front. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, like, I prefer being the person in front than behind. But I still do a little bit behind yeah, here yeah, and there. But it's the same with, like, the sport of football. Yeah. It's just now I'm just, like, I'd rather, like, train people to get fit to play, in f- play football, not mm-hmm. me being it myself yeah i mean that 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 is fair enough and i think for me i um i kind of fell out of touch with that so now with the whole camera thing going into um ict course i can i passed everything uh good for you man well done thank you and then obviously with the time that i was going on to end that course i was thinking to myself right so it was just a one-year course yeah it was just a one-year course i had to come up with a new plan yeah because you have have to be at college two years yeah two years yeah so then I thought, about you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna in that time. So be- between the end of that course through the mm. summer holidays, for me going on to my next course, yeah, I was experimenting with so many different things. So what happened was I bought my first camera. Okay. And I think I I, I think when I, when I first joined uh, Mackey's, that was when I my yeah, first McDonald's. yeah. My so that's first, where you're currently working. Yeah, yeah. My first ever paycheck that I used, I used that straight away to buy a camera. But obviously, I remember that yeah, time. I do. Yeah, I remember that visually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, vi- vi- vividly, sorry. Mm. I remember you saying, Scott, I've got the money now. I'm, I'm buying a camera. Yeah. And, and like, I was so excited. And, and what like, camera was that? It was a Canon EOS 1100D with a 11, no, 10 to 8, no, 18 to 55 millimeter lens. And mm. I think I bought it off eBay because, I mean, back then I just thought I need something cheap, something yeah. and easy to use. And I didn't know very much about cameras, no. so I had to do my research. I think I spent. I remember you doing your research as well. I honestly, back then, I just didn't know nothing. But I'm not saying that I know everything. But no, I always know, learning. Yeah. Your your knowledge for everything's increased tenfold. It's, it's insane. And I mean, once I did that, I started looking around for inspiration. And there's one Instagrammer, such photographer that I've followed for, for almost three years now. Oh. His name's Michael uh, Sterick. He's an American photographer. And you see, you know, see, see, you know how I do um, the uh, sunset photos on my Instagram, how I yeah. do those. That all started because of what I saw on he his page. You. Yeah, and I thought to myself, the weather that we have in, in, in so the weather in LA is completely different to the weather in the UK. It's how can I better. recreate that sort of vibe in this area? To, so then, try and show people a different aspect of where we live. So then, obviously, I started doing my research with Photoshop and all sorts, and I thought to myself, you know what? If he can do it, why can't I do it? Like, yeah, why can't sure. I try and make? Why, why, why can't I be? Ooh, 
well, why can't I be like the next big person in this area? You know, why can't I try and make a name for myself? Which so, you're, you're going to do without a thank doubt. Thank you for that, but honestly. Yeah, sorry, I didn't interrupt. No, that's right. And then, obviously, um, I started trying to get into sunset photography. I, literally, every single evening, I'd rush home from school, no, from college, and find the best time to try and get out at Nether Heath, try and take some photos, and then boom, it was just right there. And then every single day, I'd try and catch the sunset. That's and so if I missed sick. it, I'd be very pissed off. It was like... yeah. It became like, like, like a like a part of me. Like, isn't I just couldn't miss it. You know, it became like a like a job, even though it I wasn't getting so paid good. for it. Like, but but that's where I feel like it stems from, though, isn't it? Like, mm. you do something because you you love it, and then that's something that can just lead into a job. So, for example, someone sees your work on Instagram, mm. and they meth DM you or something, and go, look, I'm the, I'm from this company, or I'm, I'm someone this, that yeah. like I want to start up my business and do this, and like mm. I just need some really good pictures taken. I love your style. Could you help mm. me? And that's where it's like. Out of nowhere, it's like people people say like your business idea comes from you know something that you've been doing every single day that you use, mm. and then you're like, oh, I don't like how that's been done, so I'm gonna make it better. Mm. So like your inspiration was him, and you're like, I want to do that here, mm. but that then led into your service it being a service. So like exactly. your work's so good that people want you to do it for them. So you're like, mm. I can now make a business out of this. Like, this Easy. is this is great. And it all starts just from one other person, and I mean. That, that 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 person's never probably ever gonna see the things that I've done. I've done but it's yeah. the fact that they won't know, but it's their. They still doing. are they still doing all this work now? Yeah, they still, still do. Yeah, they still, you, you're still inspired by the stuff yeah, they I'm do. Yeah, still inspired by them. But you can get them. Day. You can get them easy looking at your stuff. You know, tag them, message them, whatever. Even yeah. when you, even in a couple more years, when you got maybe a bit more money saved, or even mm. just going out there on, on a whim, just like, look, mate, look, I'll come out to LA wherever wherever you are and just get some work in and just collaborate just do some, with people. Yeah, just collab. And I learned that with doing a load of different stuff for like, it's nearly been a year now, but when March this year, um, well, it's been like nine months or something, but mm. I went to the whole Gymshark thing. Yes, I remember that, and yeah. that was just one of those things where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get a job, I'm not going to be sponsored, I just want to see what goes into the back end of a business and how it's structured and how it's ran and mm. what all their athletes and stuff are doing with like mm. their videos, their posts, how much are they frequently uploading, mm-hmm. what's their tactics and stuff. And then I was working with the sponsorship team. I was wow, working with like the social media team just so I could get an understanding. So mm-hmm. for you, it's just like, even now where we're so young, I still look to do this now with people like Joe Wicks or whatever, like mm-hmm. just learning from them. Like yeah. you're always going to be learning. And like you said, you said a minute ago, like, oh, I don't know everything. And of course you don't. I, I don't know mm-hmm. anything no about fitness. Yeah. And you're never going to, but you just obviously keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And what made, what that made me realize was, they were posting so much and I was doing three videos a week on YouTube for a 12-week cut I was doing. Mm. But then after the 12-week cut, I was like... What's next? I didn't... Yeah. I, I just kind of... Not lost the motivation, but it was like, oh, I've done that now. And I kind of just stopped. It was like one video a week and sometimes every two weeks. Yeah. And then now I'm like, all right, my goal is for the entire year. So to keep it going. Mm. But with that, just getting experience. So like with yourself, I'm I'm getting experience learning more about cameras because you've got so much knowledge about that. Mm. Thank you. And that's what I'll just say, like going forward where we're so young, just get the experience of people, work for free, and people see your hard work, then they'll be like, oh, imagine what you could do if I, like, maybe I actually paid him, or exactly, just like, yeah. they can see that you have a passion for what you do, and people will like that. That's why I contacted you, because we're really good friends, we go back yeah. a good couple of years, and I was like, I trust you already, you're a good friend of mine, I'm just you. like, I know you help me when it comes to the videos, mm-hmm. and really work together. Um, but no, mate, honestly, what you're doing is um, great. Thank you for and, that. Um, and how has using a camera kind of changed and impacted your life because you said from football you know you had the injury and stuff and you need to mm-hmm. find something else that really you had like a, maybe like an obsession for something yeah. that you you 
it could take away your interest. You said you know you slowly transitioned to that, mm. but how's it now changed your life? So what's it doing for you? So has it maybe um, improved your confidence, or has mm-hmm. it made you look at the world a different way? I think for me, having a camera in my hands has changed my life on many different levels. One of them being obviously confidence, because I never used to be the kind of person you know, who would be able to approach people and, yeah. you know, take charge in what I'm doing. But when I first started off, having to, you know, take a photo of someone and ask them to do certain things, you know, I had to like, you know, kind of man up a little bit. For sure. I think as well as that, just being able to, you know, be in, in an environment of people that I don't even know, you know, I have to be able to cooperate with them and to work with them on, yeah. on, on, on a very professional level. Because I mean, it's all well and said being doing it with your friends because they know what you're like. You know, you you're comfortable around these sort of people. For sure. But when you have to open yourself up to people who you don't, don't even know, know you hard. have to really kind of you know take yourself out on a limb and just you know and, and just go for it and hope for the best. And I mean, that is what, what it is. And it's it's di- it's difficult sometimes. I'm mm. like that with my personal training and clients. Mm. Like, I'm contacting strangers all the time. Yeah. So my interaction, they're always strangers, and then they become somewhat friends. Friends, yeah. And that's the connections you make when with your work. You get one client, and then it spans off to more. They more. see the work that you've done for them, and they love it. So then, next time they want another project, mm-hmm. they contact you. Exactly. Um. What else has that done with you? So you see, with like confidence and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what opportunities has it also given you? Like, what has it led to? Um. For me personally, it's. I mean, obviously, I don't like to talk about it that much, but yeah. money wise, it has really kind of brought me up in a more financially stable way. Yeah. And obviously, like. I've always said to people that money isn't why I'm doing this. Because no. if it was just for, just for money, I wouldn't put any heart or effort into it. No. I do because it's a passion, but at the same time, it's helped me to gain a better, stronger yeah. but income. You're, make, you're making a living from what you love. And at the end of exactly. the day, everyone respects the fact of you need to make a living. Exactly. You need to pay your bills. You need mm-hmm. to get by in, in mm-hmm. life. So the fact that you're doing something you love is the best feeling ever. ever. And what's good about the services you do because mm-hmm. you're so good at what you do you. you can charge your own rates so exactly. what you might charge for a video or some photography is like people are like oh that might be expensive but they know they're going to get their money's worth exactly that's what's really good and another thing as well um besides the money and the confidence is it's changed my perspective on life and everything around me in what as, way um for example i mean when I first started doing the whole photography thing, none of my friends believed that I would be able to do anything good from it because they used to always see me as a very sporty sort of person because they're thinking, yeah. hold on a minute, what's he doing here? Like, it's completely, like, it, like, for them, it's more of like an alienated sort of feel because it's something that they've never seen me do before. Yeah, and so they don't know much about it themselves. Exactly, so they don't feel comfortable with me doing it. So I think in that sort of sense, it, like, it made me realise just how much people will you know, stay behind you up until the point where you try something new and they're like, oh, it doesn't yeah. suit you. You know, like, yeah. people judge you. Like, I, when I first started, people did judge me a lot and it made me realise, you know, who can I trust in this sort of industry because the one thing that I used to always struggle was whenever I try trying to get people to work with, mm. if, I, if I've if i known these people previously, they, they, they're not going to take me as serious because I'm trying to make a living. I'm trying to do something new for myself. For sure. But they're not respecting what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But obviously, if it's people that, that I haven't met before, it's like, okay, cool, they understand what I'm doing and I'm trying to be a professional about the whole yeah. thing. And you get yourself involved with people that are in the same field as you, the same mm-hmm. on the same wavelength, and they understand yeah. that they're not going to pass that judgment. Mm-hmm. I was the same um, to you and I mentioned it on previous podcasts as well, with like, 
you know, I was the one filming in year 10, year 11 of myself mm. walking into the gym, doing my exercises. And because I wasn't a PT at the time, people were like, Scott, why are, you, yeah. why are you filming yourself? Like, why are you filming all these exercises? You're not a PT. Like, you can't be telling people what to do. Mm. And like, I see that side of things. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, mm. well, I'm not teaching. I'm just, I, I enjoy filming. Exactly. I, I've always been like that since I was like, probably like, mm, I think like 14 years old or something. Mm. I was filming to an extent. And it's the same as you. Like, then you feel like, am I just a weirdo then? Like, because not everyone else is doing this. Am I the person mm. that you know, is like an outsider, am I not doing what is part of like what everybody else should be doing? Exactly. But then as you get older and you realise, you spend that time on your own, you eventually come around the people that are into the same thing as exactly. you are. And you're like, I wasn't a weirdo at mm. all. I was just not meant to be around those people. Exactly. I mean, like another thing as well that I used to always struggle with was the fact that doing this sort of thing, I realised that there's not always going to be good days. There, there's going to be a, yeah. a balance of good and bad. For sure. Because, I mean, there, there, there'd be days where I wouldn't have any clients or I wouldn't, wouldn't have anyone to shoot it's with. It's hard, isn't and it, I'd sometimes? Feel, yeah, mm. I feel so miserable because I think to myself, like, what am I doing? Like, why, why, isn't, why is this not working? Why am I not having people come to me for, for so-and-so things? And then there's days yeah. where it, there's so much happening that I can't even keep up with how things are going. I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm through the roof at that point, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, now... I've had to realize that patience is the most important thing in any business because Very true. if you if you if you can have faith in something and you can be patient that it's going to come through yeah you'll find yourself in a very good position because all it takes is for example one of my previous videos that I did uh, it hasn't been released yet it's a new music video that I've um, directed the artist that I worked with I never ever heard of the person before in my entire life. But what happened was I went to the Victoria's Festival. I was invited to film at the event, different so different cool. artists. I remember when you were there, yeah. I saw it and it looked insane. Thank you for that. And like whilst I was there, I was just roaming around in my free time. So this wasn't even time that I was supposed to do doing anything, just my free time. I saw an artist performing and I thought, you know what? I wanna get a photo with this person. I got a photo, I tagged them in the in an Instagram story, they saw my Instagram. They then waited, a, waited a, like a, I think it was about a week they waited before they contacted me to ask me to do a music video for them. That's so So, cool. you know, like, and before that, I didn't have anything anything going on. Literally, back to what I said um, a couple of minutes before this in the mm. podcast, like, just doing things for people, like, just trying to network with somebody and saying, yeah. oh, mate, like, can I film a music video for you or something? But, like, yeah. the fact that you, you asked him for a picture, yeah. tagged him, yeah. and because of how... Um, everything happens for a reason, you know, it worked. It worked. He contacted you. Exactly. And like, I wasn't expecting anything from that person. It was just the fact that I just wanted a photo. Like, I didn't, I wasn't trying to promote myself or anything like that. No. I just wanted a photo. Just a general intent. Like, you weren't asking for anything. Exactly. That's, a, that's the thing a lot of people have. It's like, they they ask for something in return. So it's like, oh, mm. I'll do work for you if you can maybe give me a shout out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and like, that's not what, that's no. not what, yeah. And it's like, if you're still be able to give value to somebody, you're learning. So, for example, like you know, if I go and work with Joe Wicks or something, mm. I'm I want to help his I want to help him as well, mm. like help his business, give some value, and like try really really hard. But at mm. the same time, I'm gaining experience from that. Exactly, and it's people that don't ask for anything in return that yeah. I respect most in life. And this yeah. person, you know, when they contacted me, I was shocked because I didn't think you know they would. You know, I saw their work, I was thinking, wow, they have some really good work. But I never thought about trying to get them involved with what I do. I just thought, cool, they've got a good thing going on. Fair enough. Yeah. And then when they contacted me, I was just like, wait, what? Like, I didn't believe this was happening. That's awesome. Fast forward, things happened. And obviously after that, in that time that I was there, 
I met more and more people, which then, think of it as like a tree. So they were at the top of that tree and everything just kind of spiraled across and different net, the different branches opened me to, to different networks, different people. Yeah. All because so cool. of that one interaction. I think and that's what happens, yeah. man. That's what happens. I mean, the most important thing in life, no matter what you do, is interacting with people because you never know mm-hmm. who that person knows. Yeah. You know? If you if you leave a good mark on someone, it means that they can yeah. talk good on you. And just to just to have just good intent, mm-hmm. like we go back to saying like not asking for anything, just being a good person, mm-hmm. helping out because you just generally want to help somebody. Exactly. And then in time, because of karma and whatever you believe it, like I believe everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. In time your moment will come exactly. and you'll get the rewards for all the hard work that you've been putting in. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone that like you're asking on purpose, like you're, you're actually being deceiving in the sense of like, I'm going to act like I really want to help tap, mm. but actually what's going to happen is he's just doing the work for me. And then, you know, he's going to promote it because he's got a big following. I'm mm. going to get the shout out from that. And I'm going to get loads of his followers. Yeah. And but if it's just like, I want to work with you because your stuff is insane. Mm-hmm. Then that'd be great. Exactly. And working together, like myself and you, mm. like I want, I want to use this as a connection or network for both of us where it's mm-hmm. like you're going to you're going to help me make my videos better because of your really good eye and your mm-hmm. skills but at the same time yes it's going to be my account growing and it's it's me but you're I want you to be in the videos mm, I'm like, yeah yeah sorry sorry yeah. it's just like even yeah. today like I've been recording the video and stuff and you're in it because I want mm-hmm. people to know like look Taps is editing these videos please go and follow them and check them out like yeah. I don't want this to be something where it's like I'm just trying to take this all this credit like no you you want to grow with people when you want to do something just being kind with good intent not just asking and expecting and just and I mean, taking like, even with our partnership as i've said to you previous times before yeah I, i'm not the one to ask you for like payment or anything like that i no. never ask anything of you in, re- in return whenever no. you come to me with an opportunity or any offer i always accept because I understand that our friendship is on such a wide scale that I'm always there to help you. Yeah, out, you know, vice versa. And, you yeah. know, like even though you say like obviously in every business, you know, people have to be have to be paid here and there. Yeah. But for me, like helping you, I'm not doing it just so I can make a profit. You no. know. And we've done previous things before where like yeah. you've helped me out and you've I've not paid you. Yeah. But now yeah. it's getting to a point where I'm running my own business mm. and now you're gonna be doing your own. Mm. Like I know what it's like. like I still do things for free, like give people mm. free circuit class um, sessions or free PT mm. sessions, just give people tasters and understanding, mm. but there only gets to a point where like that person keeps doing something for free that it's like, well, what, what they actually then getting from it. And what I mean by that is like, you've done some free stuff for me. Mm. And because I know what it's like doing free stuff for people and then they, no, I don't have any expectations yeah. of anyone, but like you do free stuff and, um, like I thought a client, be so yeah, I gave yeah. like a client like two months free. And again, like I just wanted to help them out mm. and I d- didn't expect them to sign on or anything. Um, and they, they did, which was great. And I was like, oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, perfect. But then there'll be times where someone doesn't. And you know, that's just the, uh, that's that's just just the, way, yeah, you, the like, way life goes. Yeah. But I just know from you helping me, I just, I personally, because I know it's like having your own business and stuff and you're trying to make an income. I didn't want to see you keep putting all this effort in mm. and not get, like rewards for it so mm-hmm. like I'll, i'm obviously paying you for it each month yeah that's fine and yeah, yeah. i'm and looking respect yeah and obviously you know we don't really want to talk about like payments or anything too much mm. but it's just you know 
when you're trying to build a business, and I can't really talk too much about it because I've just started, but yeah. what I've learned through other people is you want to have a group of people around you that you trust. Exactly. And there's no better person than having someone like Tap, who's also your friend beforehand, mm-hmm. but just somewhat happens to Has have an in, insane skill that Thank he's you. very Thank good at. So, you. yeah, honestly, mate, it's, it it's, means a lot. Ways, yeah. yeah, for sure. And with, so you've obviously dabbled with both photography and now videography. Mm-hmm. Is there one out of the two that you prefer the most? Um, this is quite question actually um i prefer videography more okay because uh, you started with photography first yeah i stopped photography because the one problem that i kept running into was that the prices because obviously people never saw my photography work on a professional level they just saw it as an like i'm not trying to say that it was professional but i was yeah. trying to make it look professional so then it, right. like, it came off as like a very business sort of vibe but people would come to me and say oh taps can we do a shoot on like this day you know or, like, or on like that day yeah and i'll pay you like 10 pounds like i look at that and i go the money wasn't there yeah like as in like even though i, I don't want them to I, I don't want to push them for anything extra i'm just looking at it and i'm thinking like that's not a very formal like request as in like there's no way you would come up to but that's what i learned with my business too Mm. is you need to have like a target audience Mm. so for example like for you like your age could be varied because like you could have a 10 year old who wants these load of these pictures but they work for like an agency Mm. or something right so the agency comes to you but for example if you're you're probably finding that a lot of your demographic is younger people. Exactly. I had exactly the same with my social media when I started my circuit classes, my one-to-one PT sessions. Mm. The people from a younger demographic don't always have the money. So they can't pay you the high price that you want. Mm. That's where you have to put your prices high enough that you're like, I'm not going to go below these. And if you don't want to um, pay these prices, then don't don't take my services. Yeah. And then you'll get to a point where you'll start attracting the right people through your marketing and the people mm-hmm. that you're targeting and mm-hmm. you'll get there in time. Like, and I'm, I'm just saying this, like I'm not good at this at all. Mm-hmm. I, so I don't want it to sound like that. That's I've right, just yeah. learned it a little bit through what I'm doing in my classes Definitely, yeah. and the book I'm reading and stuff about mm-hmm. you know, making sure that you target a specific niche. And you might find mm-hmm. that might help to an, to an extent moving forwards. But again, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt. That's obviously. fine, yeah. Um, videography, I love that more because with a photo, you look at a photo, that's yeah. it. But with a video... If, uh, the whole point of a video is you are trying to bring somebody else's vision to life. You're yeah. trying to create it so then you can look at it and like and you can see what someone was thinking in their head that I've done my job to put it like to together. make it yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. Like I didn't want to just be someone who sits behind a camera. I mean for I respect people who prefer being in as in, like in front of the camera, you know, people who want to be the ones filmed. But for me personally, I felt that I didn't want to be that person. Okay. I wanted to be the person who, and I don't want to take the credit. I just wanted to be the person who helped bring people's visions alive. Yeah. Because not everyone has that has the correct. Not not everyone knows the correct way to be able to do something like that. You know, yeah. it's a very difficult thing because you could have someone who has the greatest idea, but they just don't know how to take it out of their head and give it to the people yeah, you know yeah. and that's what i wanted to do i think for me vivid and um, for me vid, like making a video for someone it's like especially a music video it's quite important for me because even though it's their song for me it's like it's a it's a piece of art yeah that, that whole that whole two minutes is a piece of art that not just myself but a group of people including myself have worked on to try yeah. and you know and you want it to one demonstrate your skills and ability in your work Mm. in a good way professional way mm. but also you know make their yeah music whatever 
look professional too. Exactly. I want to be able to make their work look really good, but at the same time, I want people to see the sort of things that I can that I'm capable of doing. You know. Yeah. I don't want to totally just. Agree. I don't want to just continue, make the same thing. You know. And I I'm, I can vouch for um what you're saying because when I've done, like the stuff of my business and um, mm. things like social media i yeah. prefer making a video than i do getting a picture because something yeah. about like if you do like an edit or you do something and you get the music together and mm. there's a beat drop or just, some of the some of the images yeah. and it just it gets you in your feelings or something mm. i'm just like wow that was sick. that was so impactful and i know there's that same like you know a picture can say a, a thousand words which is true that is very but true yeah something about watching a video or something I, I'm on the same length mm. with you. I prefer the videography than I do the photography. I mean, with, and obviously with a video, yeah. if you go deeper into, into the whole thought of it, like with, like with a film, films can portray emotions. You can, oh, it's ridiculous. If you, if, if you oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's this it, whole storytelling. Yeah, the storytelling. And with, with a music video, it tells a story. You, yeah. you're, you, are, you are responsible for telling that That's artist's story. For sure. And if you don't get that story right, you mm. could potentially ruin that that artist's whole picture. Yeah. And it's how they keep you engaged with it as well. So I was actually listening to a podcast earlier mm. and it was some guy that was working in Hollywood. It was on um, Impulsive. So it was on Logan Paul's podcast and he was mm. saying how like the people, the person who um, directed the Titanic and the whole storyline and stuff is like how they put that together. Um, like you watch the film knowing that the Titanic's going to go down. Exactly. But, but, but you, the story just keeps you intrigued with the characters and how the storyline exactly. goes and exactly. you're just there like, and it plays in your heartstrings mm. and your emotions, but you know what's going to happen. Yeah, so, you already know what's going to happen. It's yeah, just it's how just, they give that story to yeah, you. Like, they ha- won't, yeah. And that's what I'd love to be able to learn better is like storytelling and mm. conveying people's emotions with like wanting to come to like a circuit class yeah, or like, wanna, yeah, just trying to help them get involved exactly. in like fitness and like what are ways that I can tell a story of maybe a client that I've had that mm. has come from someone who's been obese and then has now become underweight and they've enjoyed their life so much better they've exactly. become more confident mm-hmm. so yeah mate I'm not, obviously what you're doing is so good Thanks. I've seen your work Thanks. and everyone will see if you're listening mm-hmm. you need to go and follow Tap and Thanks. obviously he'll tell you his um, social media is um, yeah. closer to the end but mm-hmm. what are some of your goals within the future with like your business so obviously you mentioned about films obviously music videos is like directing a film something you'd like to do mm-hmm. is like music videos for like high-end artists mm-hmm. like maybe like for example like Storms Ed Sheeran or something yeah, like that on that level yeah. like is that something that you'd like to be able to film and mm-hmm. produce one day I think for me personally I want to first thing obviously the whole business side of things it's for me it's like that's that that's that's my dream yeah but i have to i have to remember to keep reality away from a fantasy because reality is the fact that i need to be able to have somewhere to live you know tr- access to transport food every day a roof under my head that sort of thing that's reality but my business is something that obviously is like that's like my bread and butter like that's yeah. that's that's like my child that's something that i want to nurture and grow so then it becomes bigger than me. Yeah. And for me personally, I've always wanted to be able to film videos for like big artists, you know, ranging from like places in America and the UK, you know, Stormzy, Ed Sheeran, Drake, all those sort of people. But obviously I can only do that once I've, you know, been able to make a name for myself where I am because for sure. there's no way I can just pack up and go to a different country and try to and try to like do business there if people don't know me from Previously. Previous, previously and it's very difficult if you could just go out there and be like, look, you've got to be in the right place at the right time. sort of thing. And I'm, I'm not knocking it because it, it's happened previously and it, mm. it, it has, but uh, you you meet Drake or something and it's like, mate, I'll film a video for you. But mm. with everything that he's doing like these day and ages, like, 
the whole production, the money that he puts into it. Like, I don't know how it all goes, but yeah, um, yeah it, it's very, very hard that that's going to be something that would happen. Like, you'd, you'd have to meet him and be like, I'll film your yeah. video. And that's then, he, all, then yeah. he goes and looks at your work. He's like, yeah. yeah, you'd be able to make that sick. But if you don't mm. have anything filmed already, it's like, mm. I don't know what you can do. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's that fact in, my, in the industry that I work in, a lot of it depends on the people that you know. And mm. I get people, for example, I've got a friend who goes to uh, Alton College and he he messed up a lot in school and he asked me for advice and I told him just find something that you want to do and don't do it because you want it to just make you feel whole. Do it because you you want it to be your passion. So he now wants to become a, a music video director. And I, t- and I, keep, I keep telling him, listen, doing what I do um, the, like the, in the nicest way possible if you don't know people prior to that prior to what you're going to be doing it's going to be very difficult in, in my situation I was very fortunate that I knew people who were already doing what I was doing so it mm. made it easier for me to get into this industry because it's not sure. easy you know like no. there, there's a lot of competition because at the, at the end of the day you, there's five directors one artist you know yeah. they're not going to have every single one of them film it it's going to no. be one person and if I know someone who can get me straight in with that artist, then I'm set. Yeah, but if sure. you don't know anyone, you can't just pay someone to do it for you. No. It's all about you know having friends who Networking know each other. Ne- exactly. Yeah. That's like, for example, the podcast I'm doing. Mm. Like, I'm, I could be doing a podcast with one guest, mm. and I don't know the people that they know or anything like that. Mm. And someone who's high up in fitness listens to the podcast because like, oh, he's been on a podcast, I want to see what he has to say, but listens yeah. to stuff that I say and goes, ah, oh, I'm interested, I want to get on that podcast. Yeah, exactly. He off. sounds like um, a really great guy, mm. he, he understands this is such a good podcast, but... Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 that's <laughs> fine, yeah, no, um, that's right, that's fine. But yeah, yeah and that's how, that's how it works, just mm. networking, trying, trying your luck with things, like just don't be scared to ask. Like, I've, I would love Joe Wicks to get on his podcast because he's someone, I've looked, he's someone I've looked up to for a couple of years. I just love how... You know, he's just, he's a family guy. He's created mm-hmm. his work. Like I've listened to podcasts and seen interviews of him previously of where he's come from, like, you know, like a council estate. And, um, you yeah, know, like, I think his mum, his mum or dad was like a alcoholic or something like that. And, you know, he was doing his circuit classes and no one really turned up. He had like a van that he was going back and forth from. Like he was grafting and working hard. Mm-hmm. And now he's getting so, like, and it's not even about money, but he's, he's, in, he's in a position now where he's very financially stable and he's doing yeah. something he loves and I'd just love him to come onto the podcast and just be able to like pick his brain and yeah. just explain like how he'd done it how he kept going mm-hmm. all the motivators to why he just didn't want to give up mm. and I've messaged him probably about 20 times I'm not yeah. joking like I've messaged him in the mornings because in my head I'm thinking oh you know when he wakes up he might see my message so I message him mm. doesn't even read it mm. then I message him in the evening because I think oh, I might be going on the phone a little bit in the evening and mm. then doesn't reply and it's like mm. they'll get to a point where I just keep messaging them keep messaging them try and find maybe someone they work with in, in regards to like mm-hmm. a um is it, you call it like a pa mm-hmm. personal advisor or something assistant, yeah uh, personal assistant advisor yeah um and they might come across something like yeah, yeah i'll forward this to joe or someone and then you get in contact with somebody else yeah and the, then the ball rolls and then if they 
appreciate and really like what you've done then they put it on their social media or something and then mm-hmm. again that's more eyes on you and it's one of those don't do it in a way where you're just you're being genuine because you you like that person like you really want to hear their story and you know they're going to bring value to your mm-hmm. audience because it's all about bringing value mm-hmm. not just being i'm going to act like i just want to interview this person so mm-hmm. i can get bigger and bigger because trust me long term people are going to see through that bullshit like exactly people, pe- people can it. tell if like you generally care if you don't care mm-hmm. and that's why I see with you, like you are someone who generally cares. Thank you have a passion for what that. you do. Thank You've been doing it before you were getting paid for it, which mm-hmm. shows you the, the love that you have. And even in going on to when I said Joe Wicks just wasn't giving up, how have you been able to keep going uh, with your motivation and keeping up with it? Because obviously you said about, you know, when people weren't really paying you much and you're doing all this mm-hmm. hard work. And obviously when you love it and then you say you're working at McDonald's and you're not really you know, that's just a job that's just helping get money in your pocket. Like, how are you keeping going knowing that you can eventually now make this into a living for you? Like, how did you deal with all the, maybe some of the, the no's you could got, if you want to call it that, like, mm-hmm. where you'd get some photos thinking one would do really, really well and get you out there or something and they didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. Like, what was, what was something for you that just kept you going even to now? I think for me... Um, one of the well, one of the reasons why I kept losing motivation. Um, oh, when was it? I think it was like there was a time. This might sound stupid, but no, no, nothing. There was stupid, there was man. a time when I had this girlfriend I had, and when we broke up, my whole state of mind was just completely it shattered. Happened. It happens. It happened to me. And at the time, I didn't have anyone that I could go to to just talk about it and like get get it. A, you know have it off my chest. Yeah. So for like this whole time, my whole, I like my whole like love for what I was doing with the whole videography and photography, it was just in complete pieces because there were days where I wouldn't be up to it. I just wasn't you know in the in the right mind for it, and when I was like in college, I just wasn't. I had so much work going on that I just couldn't really like you know, put my head together sort of thing. And you know? get really in it, yeah. Yeah, I agree. But once I managed to get over what happened at that point, I thought to myself, you know what? I'm only going to live once. No, no one's going to be here to try and get me back on my feet. The, the only way that I can make this work is by doing it by myself. So I, every single day, I just... One of the really important things that kept me going was listening to music. There were certain songs... Awesome. It's my time to be like... No, I, mean, I get like, that. I get like, that. There were certain songs that I used to listen to on repeat every single day. I can vouch for that. That would literally yeah. just get me in the zone. And like the second I'm in that zone, I try and stay in that zone for as long as possible throughout the whole day, get through to the end of the day, get home, go to sleep, and then it's the next day onwards. Obviously, in between those days, I would lose motivation here and there. Motivation but, fluctuates, man. Yeah, it, it fluctuates. Does. And like people keep saying, like I've got people who say to me, Tats, how do you always stay motivated? And I'm like, it just happens, you know? Like, yeah. And, and you're not always motivated, but it's yeah. just but you see the end goal like in your head, like yeah. you know you, you know where you want to go. So even on those down days, you're like, I'm not gonna be like this forever. Yeah, not gonna be forever. And like when people would say, Oh, taps, what's wrong? This is what I, I used to do this quite a lot, but people would be like, Oh, taps, what's wrong? And I I would tell them something completely different to what actually, actually was. was wrong because I felt that they wouldn't understand what was going on in my head. And it's not that I was trying to like push them away or anything. I just didn't want them to like feel what I was feeling because like mm. I felt like I would just be bringing myself and them down, or maybe they look at me weirdly and think, What's I understand. Wrong with you, you know, I, I feel you. Yeah, but then that happened, and I thought to myself, you know what, like, you know, people like no one's gonna, no one's gonna like, 
no one's gonna give a crap about you unless you make a name for yourself and you make a stand yeah. for yourself and you do it on your own. You know, like yeah. and no, and yeah. it's No one, like deep down, no one cares about your problems because they got their own stuff. Going exactly, on. and that's one thing that I used to always get stuck up on. I used to always think, oh, like, why is no one like me? Like for example, there was a point where. I deleted all of my social media except Instagram, so I I didn't have Snapchat or anything like that because people weren't like I was I kept I kept feeling like I wasn't being involved, like people weren't talking to me enough, like I, I felt like people didn't care about me because like they wouldn't go out their way to mention me, oh you're like what's up like do you want to hang out this yeah. and that, and like I felt like I felt like I had to try and get myself involved into a group. So then was I, this involved in groups that like? you knew you shouldn't, like, they're not really your friends? Yeah. Is that what you realised? Yeah, that's, that's when I realised that. Oh, I was like, wait, wait a minute, these people aren't really my friends. It's if I'm trying to, like, put all this effort for these people... And you're not getting it back. I'm not getting it back. Like, what, what am I doing? So so then I changed my, my whole aspect on everything. I thought to myself, you know what? I, I need to start focusing on myself and put it this right here. There's 7 billion people in the world the right people will come to you at the right time in life. You you shouldn't have to worry oh, so and waste times. your time yeah. on people who will not give that time back to you. Do you agree with the fact that even like our age, so I'm 20 or 19, mm. I stepped away from my friendship group when I was like seven, 17 years old mm-hmm. after coming back from a lad's holiday. And even now I say to it, they're not bad guys, it's just we, we just didn't grow together. Mm. I was into different things. I agree with that. Um, just knowing that as scary as it sounds and you feel like you're going to be on your own for a while, like I was on my own with maybe one or two friends, like they weren't like best mates, just people I knew I could kind of talk to. Mm. Uh, I had I had nobody, but I knew in my head I was like, whether it's a year, two years, three years, I'll be around the people who are into fitness, into videography, mm-hmm. into cameras, mm-hmm. into this whole production side of things. That I'll is- I'll come around it. Hence why I'm now close with you exactly. and Ben because that was the case. That so was, now yeah. you got you realize that okay, I need to step away from this. Exactly, and like now. I like my parents used to always tell me things to like taps. You need to mature. Like, you need to you, you need to act more of an adult, and like that is the case. I used to one thing that I used to always do was I used to always look to impress people because I felt like I wasn't good enough for yeah. people. So it didn't mean as immature as like you were acting like a child, but yeah. just you were, you were just kind of acting in a way that, maybe so to say, it, so you're not acting like a child, but how mm. to put it into words is like you said you were yeah. trying to impress people. Was, yeah, it's like yeah, understand that yeah. this that isn't what you need to be doing. That's in not life. what I need to be doing. I need okay. to be like just like little things that like the little things that, that I did to make a change to that was like I stopped dressing to look like as if I want people to see me looking good. You know, like whenever yeah. I go out now, you know, I don't dress like I'm going to freaking London. I dress how I want to dress, and if someone's got a problem with that, that's their problem. I don't need to care or worry about no. that. Or like for example, let's say if like you know, let's say if I want to go out and do something, I don't need to bring people out to do it with me. You know, I can go do it by myself. And I even I've done that going to the cinema. I watched both Spider Man movies by myself. Yeah, and I don't need people to do that with me because you know, and like another thing as well, you're comfortable with who you are. Exactly. I I that wasn't the case before, but now I really am. And if people don't want people to yeah, want to be around me. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to... happy with it. Yeah, I'm happy with it, you know? Like, little things, like, I used to be very secretive about the things that I would do. Like, I wouldn't tell people, like, what I'm doing. Like, isn't, like... Also, on, like, things like Snapchat. Because you know how people post whatever they're doing all the time, all of this. I used to be the kind of person who would just watch what everyone else does. Yeah. But I wouldn't... But, but you don't need to. And, yeah. Like, I say to people all the time, like, if it wasn't for me promoting a business, mm. I wouldn't be doing all the social media stuff. Yeah. So I would like, just... But then people don't need to know my business. Exactly. It's like it's not like it's it's not like it's illegal for that no. I can tell them what I'm doing at all times you know yeah. 
and now I've like I've kept it in such a small group of people to the point where it's like now I only tell people like a hand like you for example my girlfriend and just like another another friend I only really keep things to them that I want them to know and even with that if there's things they want me to know I'm happy to take it on and you know help them out for sure you know like I'm I'm not in the I'm not in the position to open myself up to so many people that I can't you know because I want to be able to give all my time and effort to everyone that I talk to which means I can't have too many people otherwise I I, mm. I, I don't feel like that I'm giving enough time to these people because I know so many people who have so many friends but they can't even like remember, remember one of the people that they're talking to because like yeah because they just want to have a they want to be that person that has a huge friendship group yeah you don't and want that no yeah. you don't because what I've realised as well is like it's not all but mm. quite a few like within a big friendship group there's always smaller friendship groups than that and that's yeah. what I felt like with my friendship group mm-hmm. I was always I felt like I was a bit of an outsider and don't get me wrong mm. like there's times where I'm like oh I'd love a huge friendship group but for me saying a huge friendship group is like five really close mates who all get on mm. for me that's that's fine but mm. you get some people that it's like ten people and again nothing's wrong with that yeah but yeah for, for me I, it's just too much it yeah. is too much yeah. yeah and I mean one thing my parents uh, always tell me even to this day is like Let's say, for example, you've got a work colleague at, at your workplace. Just because you work with them doesn't mean they, 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 that, that they're your friend. You mm, work with them, but outside of the workplace, you're two completely separate people. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you know this person deeply, like as a friend since you were mm. little, that person means nothing to you. Yeah. And that's what I used to always think. Now, whenever I go to work in the mornings, I'll get to work. I'll, you know, I'll, do, I'll be very professional. I, I don't take my problems with me to work. I'll do, I'll do my job leave it and then boom I'm off I like that yeah. you know like I only really and I think that's another reason because like your job isn't your passion yeah and what like, I mean by that is obviously you working at McDonald's yeah for you it's like I just need to get in and get out so I don't care but if you were to create your own photography stuff which mm. you're doing and your videography mm. you, you'd you like with your clients that you have mm. you'd be spending the amount of time making sure your exactly. relationships your exactly. relationships on point so I totally mm. get what you're saying exactly I mean like you know one of the artists that I filmed with um I left some equipment in Brighton. It was in Brighton to shoot, and I left some equipment at her place in Brighton, and obviously that equipment was due to be handed back out to someone else, the two days after that. So because we we had such a good friendship, she drove all the way here. No way. Dropped it off. We spent some time, and then she went back. You know? Really? Yeah. And it was wow. just the fact that, like, you know, that's good. That sort that's, of that's a yeah. relationship there that's yeah. built up and, and a even, good report. Exactly, because it's part of my business. But then, the one thing that I find strange is that how can someone have a client but not be like have that friendship with them? Because you don't want it to be too yeah. formal. You want to have some sort of like friendship on the side. Because like, yesterday, yeah. like yesterday in your class, I saw what I saw the way that you were talking to, your, to like everyone there. You know, like, like. For example, like I can imagine in my head, if they weren't your clients, they would still be your friends because the way you spoke to them, it was yeah. as if like they, yeah. you, like, they, they I knew were, that. Yeah, 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 yeah you know what I mean. And, like, yeah, and I, I want that. It's like build like a community feel. Like at the end of the day, it, it's one of those like one, it it will keep them coming back. So mm-hmm. if you want to look at it and someone out there like yeah, it's, it, they keep coming back, so I get I get paid. But that's not why I do it. Like I've been doing this for years already before I was getting paid for it but yeah again like you know that friendship of mm. like I, I I somewhat I care for these people now so if they needed me outside of the circuit classes mm. I'd, I'd be there You'd be there yeah exactly and yeah. I've even like even on um Christmas Eve um the two guys that were in the class yeah 
um, I might even be spending some time, you know, going to the pub with them and just exactly. chilling on Christmas Eve. It's that sort of like it's, it doesn't yeah. always have to be business related. You could, you know, you need to like. Even if you're a CEO of a company, it doesn't mean all your employees are just aliens. No. To you. They could and, be your, your closest and friends. And that's how good companies do well because mm. the the high people, and not saying you've got low people, but just like status-wise in yeah. like the workplace, they make it like CEO is exactly the same status as if you're doing running the social media. Exactly. Like, there's nothing special about me. Yeah. And that was exactly what it was like in Gymshark. Like, I could mm. see Ben Francis, who founded the company, mm-hmm. he was just in with all the other people, just sitting there, just talking. Like, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. And like that goes, that brings me to this topic because you know the whole working class sort of. Yeah. Personally, I'm just not a fan of that. I hate it how people put themselves such a high class that they just derate everyone else. Like with yeah. what I do, directing music videos and, and that sort of thing, I don't see myself as a high profile person. I just see myself as an average I'm person. I'm no yeah. higher than. And me. because of that people will actually see you as a higher person. Do you know what I mean? So mm. you, you don't see yourself as it. But people... But, look, but people will look at it because of how well you convey yourself, how um, much they can see that you respect your job, mm. your position that you have. Exactly. And the time and effort you put into the job at hand. That's why the girl came back and gave you your equipment because exactly. she, you had a profound impact on her. You exactly. Had, you had an impact where she was like, he was very kind, he was very... Um, mm. He was very... Um, now very mature yeah, exactly. um, which I've always known you to be as well you, but yeah. um, you know you were very professional mm. you just I think I've already just said that but yeah, what I was, yeah, trying, yeah, I get, yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, trying to get yeah. is um, you had so many great characteristics to you that just made her feel like you know what I I feel like he's just helped me out the least I could do is go and give that back to him exactly because you had an impact on someone just for being yourself exactly. so like you said previously you know you just got so comfortable with who you are mm. you were just like look this is who i am if they don't like it they don't like it some clients that i've had mm-hmm. we just we just don't go together yeah it's just, and, just how it's just how and how life then goes. after the month or so they've been with me they're like oh, i can't sign on again whether they make an excuse not signing again they don't i in my head i'm like yeah we're not meant to yeah work just... together and you'll get that with clients but you're at a point now where like you're understanding the relationships of people because your confidence stuff now you're mm, you're you. being able to interact with more people mm. you're articulating the conversation better like for me now like, I've messed up a couple of times with me trying to say a question but mm-hmm. I've been reading more trying to increase improve my vocabulary sorry mm-hmm. that's why and yeah, yeah. slowly and it, it gets there but exactly. your relationships will build up with your clients like we said again They'll keep coming back to you, like tap. Can you come and do my work for me? Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, and it's your constant income, and then again, exactly. you know, it lead, it feeds into people they know if they mm. go up in the industry, and then you get onto another project with them. And exactly. That's why I said you're going to be so Thank big you. one day. And that mate. goes same for you, Scott. And I mean, with you, like since before I knew you, because when you were in that French group, I didn't know you that well. No. I still knew of you, and the way things have changed for you now, I can see that there's no reason why people should like you know turn you down because you are really good and like the way that you've treated me and i'm saying this to you people on this podcast like the way scott has spoken to me and worked with me it's been on a very professional level but at the same time that friendship that we have is so strong that it can't be broken you know and that's and that's the best thing about it because like thank you for that man and like it's nice to have that you know because like there's no like there's no way like you know you'd want to like have such a very you know professional sort of business thing and then at the same time you just kind of like you walk into the office every single day and you just kind of feel oh i've got to work you know 
it was Scott again, you know, like that sort of thing. Like, that's what you don't want. Yeah, you want it to be art yeah. sweet. And right, if you are yeah. going, like, you know, business with friends can be a touchy one sometimes, but if you start from the beginning, like, look, we're not going to let this get into our friendship or anything, but these are the rules. Like, we even wrote out, like, a contract of everything exactly. that is involved that um, what you're going to help me with, me, mm. I'm going to be helping you with, mm. and, and so forth, just so mm. it's like, I don't want anything, like, you see with things that, go forward in time like you know like a business does well and like it it ruins like a friendship and stuff mm. i don't want that i want to keep my yeah, relationship strong and i even said to you i want you to use me as a stepping stone mm, thank like, you for that i don't like, as much as i know our friendship's going to be long term the time that we work with each other i don't know how long that's going to be but i know it's not going to be uh forever because nothing's forever but mm. i don't know if that's going to be um the entire year next next year mm. or if that's going to be six months mm. i don't know but for me it's like that doesn't bother me because like, you're always going to be a really good friend to exactly. me but I want you to do well mm. so that's why I said using it as a stepping stone because I would love to I, I have the motivation and the drive to I want to be a big name because I want to try mm. and impact and help as many people with that you know more eyes on the videos that you've been making yeah. and then people start seeing you yeah. and they come to your work yeah. and that's why like I, I'm one of those people I, I love being I love helping others out and you're someone that deserves to have his work out there to the world so Thank you for it's that. good, that, man. That is Obviously, we've been going for a while now, so this podcast has been going for nearly an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, just one last question before we um, finish. Awesome. What, what tips would you have for people um, who are trying to get into like, um, photography and videography? I think that if you're trying to get into photography or videography, if, if, that, if any business in general, don't be afraid to try something new. And at the same time, don't let other people bring you down just because they think that you can't do it. The only reason why yeah. people say that that, that that the only reason why people doubt you on things is because they know that they can't do it, so they don't want you going ahead and doing it. And once you set your mind on something to be done, don't give up on it because then number one, you'll feel bad about yourself. And number two, people will look at you and just think like, "What's this person doing?" You know, like you have to really set your mind and you have to just keep going for it. And even if you have bad days, because I'll tell you this now, doing what I do you are going to most definitely have your bad days. But those bad days are the reason why you get you get better every time. Because every time yeah. you, you have a bad day, it only makes the next time, it only makes you more stronger for the next day to go on. You know? Totally agree with you, You mate. just have to keep going. And like, obviously, in the beginning, there won't be as many people helping you out. But as you keep going and developing and growing more, people will start to follow you and become around you as like a circle. And they will support you in whatever you do. So yeah. just keep going. Don't give up. So you heard it there. Just they just start. Mm-hmm. You know, do a bit of research on um a good camera. Mm-hmm. What he field you want to go into, mm-hmm. and just learn. Watch YouTube videos. Follow tap. Also, another thing as well, don't do it for the money. Whatever you do in in any job or whatever you do, don't go into that job looking to just get money. If you have a passion for truth, it, truth. that's what will keep you going yeah, for the rest of your life. Mate. For sure. So thank you for coming on the podcast, Very mate. Right, really appreciate me. it. Where can the people find you? So on your social medias. Um, currently at the moment, my best place to find me is on Instagram at tapsm7. Uh, we've just opened up my business. We've just opened up a new Twitter account, um, visuals by tapsm7. And very soon in the new year, we're going to be having our own website where you can check out all of our stuff and we'll be having very important things to uh, tell you about in the new year. Amazing. And obviously, if you follow the YouTube channel, so Scott Norgate, you're going to be seeing a lot of this guy. Please go and check him out. Honestly, great friend. He's got an unbelievable talent and a skill. So please go and show this guy some love. And I'll see you in the next episode.